हेलो एवरीवन एंड वेलकम टू अवंतिका डिजाइनरिंग सीरीज और एडीएस एस वी लाइक टू कॉल इट एवरी वीक ऑन वेडनेसडे वी फीचर डिजाइन एंड टेक्नोलॉजी लीडर्स हु शेयर दर प्रोफेशनल जर्नी दर थॉट्स ऑन दर डोमेन ऑफ वर्क एंड डिजाइनरिंग वेर द वर्ल्ड ऑफ डिजाइन एंड इंजीनियरिंग मीट मेक श्योर यू फॉलोअर्स ऑन सोशल मीडिया इंस्टाग्राम लिंकड इन फेसबुक एंड ट्विटर एंड विद दैट लेट्स कंटिन्यू विद योर शो Advertising has been the epitome of creating awareness since the start. From starting creative, emotional and memorable campaigns with unique jingles to businesses now getting into the feeds of social media, the dynamics have changed completely. With the changing mediums, advertising has been shaping up very differently over the years and will indeed continue to do so. does advertising hold the same meaning to people or is it taking a new form all together of its own in this episode we interact with amrish chakravarty senior partner and executive creative director at rk swami bbdo he has created campaigns across media that span the range from automobiles to newspapers from banks to soaps as a creative leader he has repeatedly demonstrated his skills at building strong brands through breakthrough ideas insightful creative strategies and engaging brand stories so let's get into conversation with him on get wise to advertise and earn turn another stone in our journey of discovering designering hello amrish welcome to avantika designering podcast series it's a pleasure to host you on our show thank you rohit for the kind invitation looking forward to this session so amrish let's start with the ice breaker if you talk about an advertising agency it always has this vibrant culture and working environment how do you ensure that this vibrant culture is maintained while we work from home yes i mean working from home you know does put a physical distance between team members but if the quality of your interactions already has a certain tone and tenor then it is much easier so yes we do regular conference calls even video calls so we can see each other and uh, you know the the banter that goes on goes on basically but yes and when we do go in like we do go in say sometimes say once or twice a week then we try and go in together as a team so that's how we've kept this going wow well said uh, amrish i'm sure that all of us are going through this uh, challenging situation and uh, adjusting out of our homes working out of our homes um, i'm sure that we are discovering all of us are discover, uh, discovering this new normal so amrish it's been 11 long years since you've been part of rk swami bbdo you won several awards for campaigns across media what's been your journey from ogilvy and matters to rk swami bbdo can you share with us your professional journey you know i was in school when i uh, knew that i wanted to be in advertising so uh, i then got into the national institute of design nid in amdavad and uh, that was a wonderful wonderful experience uh, after that i applied 
uh, for an internship at Ogilvy and Mehta. And that was a great experience too. Then uh, at the end of which, Piyush Pandey offered me a job and uh, I started at Ogilvy. I was there for 10 years and there were a lot of great creative people there and I learned a lot. At the end of 10 years, uh, Piyush made me uh, you know, consider an assignment in Sri Lanka. So I went there as, a, as the head of creative. That was another great experience, great learning. And uh, I also spent some time in Ogilvy One, which was the you know direct and interactive division of Ogilvy, and prior to going to Sri Lanka. So from there, then after my time in Sri Lanka, I uh, joined TBWA in Mumbai, and after that, I joined Akeswami BBDO. And uh, in Artists from BBDO, I've had the opportunity to work on some great brands. And uh, here I am. Wow, interesting. So what, you know, you, you, you just mentioned that from your school days, uh, you wanted to be a part of the advertising agency. How did you discover that? I mean, how did you discover where does your calling lie? Well, I had, uh, you know, uh, read this book, Ogilvy on Advertising. Uh, which was, you know, something fascinating for me. And uh, that's where I think my interest was sparked. And I'd written a few, uh, you know, ads myself. So that's how it began, actually. Interesting. There are very few individuals who discover their calling quite early. And uh, glad that you had that clarity right since start. So, Amrish, some of your amazing work for Hindustan Times has been showcased thrice in Loser's Archive, the cult magazine that showcases only the most outstanding creative ads from around the world. Tell us more about that. Yes, you know, I think uh, it is, Hindustan Times was a great client and they uh, were very keen to do some great work. And uh, they launched a new weekend supplement called HD 48 Hours. And for this we and it was such rich content that actually we wanted to do justice to that. So one of my colleagues uh, told me about this young illustrator who's still in the final year of college, but who's brilliant and who's you know got the gold medal for illustration. So of course, I mean, while we did have a budget issue, I definitely was on the lookout for some new talent who would give us a fresh angle into things. So. The name of this guy was Pavan Rajurkar, who is an outstanding talent. And so we called Pavan and, you know, we tried to get some stuff out of him. And it was all very nice. But at one point, I told Pavan that, look, Pavan, let's not refer to the stock books of illustrators. Let's create something totally new. So he said, okay, give me an example. I said that, well, just imagine the temple murals of Kerala. What if you had to interpret them today? So Pawan came out with a brilliant series of illustrations, which we used to capture the richness of the content of HD 48 Hours. And yes, it was uh, selected to be in the Lyotsa's archive. And the other campaign was, of course, for 
saving forest corridors, which are so critical to tiger conservation. So the idea there was that, you know, we took the folk styles of illustration and the tiger is very well represented in them. But say like if it was a Mughal painting, then there will also be another tiger which was painted in, say, Madhubani style. So basically, uh, the line went, you know, tigers of various regions need to migrate to survive, save India's forest corridors. So that was very well appreciated too. Uh, we won awards for these. And also, uh, it was featured in the Lyotzer's archive. So these were some of the things that we did that uh, were really great fun. Hey, did you know the hugely successful online campaign hashtag go viral to stop the virus began in India in April 2020 among the advertising fraternity. The campaign is a one of a kind as it is not owned by any agency or brand. It began positive viral creatives that were created by advertising professionals from almost 19 agencies, including RK Swami BBDO. Interesting. So, uh, Amrish, while researching about you, you worked with so many successful brands and campaigns for Hot Wheels, Asian Paints, UNICEF, Mercedes, AMW Trucks, and the list just goes on. The question that I have is which one of these, apart from Hindustan Times, of course, is your favorite campaign and why? Actually, it's like, you know, uh, it's very difficult to say so because as creators, we love all our children. And uh, But I must say that when anything good comes out, the credit does go to the client. And uh, I've been fortunate to have uh, worked with some great clients at Hindustan Times, you know, Nitin Chaudhary, Shantanu Bhanja, Karun Khannad. They really commissioned some great work. Mercedes-Benz, of course, Santosh Ayer is a great fun doing that campaign. And when I was in Sri Lanka, Kargil's rice, I was very happy with that work. That's another, you know, rice consumption had started to go down in Sri Lanka, which is a predominantly rice-eating country because of Western dietary habits that were being adopted by the people. So to do a campaign for Kargil's rice was very interesting. So these are some of the things. Then, of course, News First in Sri Lanka. There's a great client there again, Kiliraja Mahindran. So, you know, the owner of Sirasa TV and News First. These were some great clients. And of course, uh, you know, it's all teamwork. So they were great colleagues of mine too, uh, both in terms of account management and creative for all of these. So uh, it was great fun doing these campaigns. Interesting. I'm sure that when you have a client around with a lot of clarity in terms of what is the goal that they want to achieve and when they collaborate with you, more than a client, uh, you know, vendor relationship than into something which is a beautiful partnership where they collaborate and work together. I'm sure the output is always beautiful. Amish, that brings me to my next question, which is marketing is brand building and not advertising. From a customer's perspective, this allows the model to change from being a monologue to a dialogue. What's your view on changing of this approach? Yes, this approach is significant in the sense that, you know, uh, truthfulness and authenticity are going to become very, very important. 
you know, one has to be transparent. A brand has to be totally honest. And this is all, you know, for the good. That's what has changed, actually, uh, with, with all these that you're mentioning. So brands have to be more skilled when you negotiate a dialogue and your actions have to be more sincere. In fact, there's no room for doing anything wishy-washy anymore. And the consumer wins here. The people win here. I'm sure that all stakeholders coming together and uh, trying to keep the customer at the center of, of all the communication. Uh, and, and, and that's more of a win-win situation where all sorts of stakeholders uh, benefit in, in, in that ecosystem. So, Amrish, brands usually connect with consumers at the emotional level, typically through a story told via television-led advertising campaigns. The most iconic brands over time mastered the art of brand strategy. The question that I have is, how does a communication expert flesh out the soul of a brand? Yeah, so uh, that's a good question because it's very, very uh, similar to, you know, how, say, the people who we look to towards as icons, how do they capture the essence of anything? So there are v various ways of doing this and many agencies have their own tools. Uh, and these tools are, you know, sometimes based on the work of cultural anthropologists such as Hofstede or say Desmond Morris, et cetera, et cetera. And they allow you to capture all the layers in connection with the brand, the people consuming the brand, and uh, you know all the stakeholders in the entire cycle. But yes, someone needs to write it. So this would be again, you know, a co-creation of sorts between the writer, account management, the planner. You know, and there is, of course, also uh, a very important space for instinct here. In fact, some of the great uh, creative directors uh, have very strong instincts as to how this should be. And it's like a manifesto, you know, a brand manifesto or a brand print. Uh, you know, it's like how you see them for political parties, but of course, a lot more imagination. And, uh, you know, it requires empathy, sensitivity and some flair to capture this. In fact, um, you know, when we keep talking about advertising, uh, it's often perceived as one thing that we can't wait to skip or block. The consumers want to seek out and not scream out. The question that I have uh, as a follow-on, Amrish, is do you think the advertisement is a death door what is the future of television, media, or other types of advertisements, especially when uh, these new form of digital uh, mediums tools are, are being introduced? Uh, in fact, now, uh, recently, I was reading about how uh, branded films and, and uh, films are getting created around a brand, uh, something that BMW did uh, quite a few years ago. So what, what do you think? Where is this leading as far as advertising world is concerned? Yes, definitely. I mean, you know, uh, advertising has definitely moved from, you know, an interruption to participation, you know. So, you know, like 
how a little child used to you know keep screaming till they got attention uh, the same way sometimes old ads took that approach but no longer today you have to charm and interest the people into participating in what you want to tell them and what you want to share with them and in fact at its best advertising is something that's looked forward to by the people and that's where we should aim to be yes i mean branded content is where it's at and while it's not a new concept it has evolved into something great with the bmw films as you mentioned and also another trend is at one end you have those long form creatives and at the other end uh, you also have a lot of brevity you know uh, the distillation of the message into 5 seconds 10 seconds you know it is it is something which is almost like the posterization of films Did you know Mr RK Swami was the founder chairman of the Chennai based advertising agency RK Swami BBDO he was involved in making Madras an important location for the advertising industry in 2009 the all india management association established the AIMA RK Swami high performance brand award in his honor We are going to be recording uh, an episode with the leader at DRGO, and while researching these questions, I also came across uh, how DRGO is actually uh, using the brand uh, to to actually create a branded film and content around it. So, uh, so yeah, I'm sure that uh, it's a trend which is going to grow uh, uh, for sure. So, from the world of brands and advertisement. let's get into talking um, a little bit on the design front of it so we can all acknowledge the fact that the internet has changed everything including the role of graphic designers uh, growing professions such as digital marketing uh, user interface user experience has become essential components to a successful design strategy the question that i have is outside of the most fundamental design principles and the branding spectrum what role does graphic design play now yes yeah, so if you look at the impact of technology on graphic design uh it has been significant and graphic design in many ways is one of the oldest of professions and technology has also put the power to create these pieces into the hands of the lay public so yes uh you know it's been democratized so to speak but uh there is always a place for skillful use of graphic design what technology has done is that the time spent on crafting has been reduced considerably this allows designers to focus on the concept on the idea on form and function you know these are very important conceptual parts of any design uh which need which will now get a lot more attention and this is what will differentiate the work more and more so it is uh, you know something like you can even take forward a brand conversation you know graphic design is a tool of advertising so say for example if you take uh, the paper boat packaging you know at the bottom you if you turn the pack over you will find some lines you know they could be they're just chatty they're cool that's part of the brand because paper boat is about nostalgia and about your you know childhood conversations 
So when you turn the pack upside down, you'll have lines like, congrats, you just passed the curiosity test. You know? So it, it, even, even a pack is a point at which you can have a conversation with your uh, consumer, with the people who buy your products. So yes, I think it will free up more focus for conceptual work, which is great. Wow, that's an interesting trivia about uh, paperboard. I, I didn't know this. <laughs> so next time I'm going to pick up one, I think I'm going to first turn it around and see what is it that it says and, and then probably consume it. I think yeah, it's different every time, you know, on every pack. Uh, many of them, they have several messages going on at the same time. So it just, you know, creates a very chatty vibe, which goes with the personality of the brand. Absolutely. In fact, uh, the entire uh, brand campings that they've had, whether it was the summer vacation, whether it is about uh, the Children's Day campaign, uh, all of them are so beautifully done by them. So moving from, uh, you know, uh, the design part of it, within within this is a very interesting aspect uh, that's growing nowadays is the personalization uh, aspect. It's, it's become a norm today and technology is assisting that in a seamless way for certain uh, products. But for a designer like you, if you were to change the brand elements, like its colors, interface, logo, as per individual preferences, how will a brand continue to maintain its core value? What's your view on this? Yeah, my view is that, you know, there are great rewards for consistency in branding. So often you will see, you know, uh, evolutionary changes that, keep refining the design and keeping it contemporary, keeping it in tune with the people who buy it. Revolutionary designs where you totally change things uh, are not you know, to be used too frequently unless there's a very good reason, like say, for example, a totally different set of people buying it or if your business model changes. So yes, there are great rewards for consistency in design. Uh, there are also some categories perhaps in which what you're saying where people could personalize and change things around, you know, like whether it's fashion or something uh, like that, it is perhaps possible. But otherwise, consistency, you know, is something that pays off very well in the long run. Amrish, while you were speaking about consistency, an example that comes to my mind is that of Uber. Uber in nine years of its existence has changed its branding five times. Branding changes are time-consuming, they are expensive, especially at scale. And at the same time, every stage of a company growth, it requires a new identity as it grows. The faster it is required to redesign it. What's your view on it? Yes, I mean, you know, uh, this was a category where the business model itself changed. And that's often uh, a factor in change of design. Uh, the business model changed and it's different from, say, FMCG, where, say, you know, someone might want some excitement around the brand, you know, some tweaks that can be spoken of. In this case, I think uh, they wanted to make it more mass. It started off as an elite service, you know, something better than an ordinary cab. And then I think it went into going into more of a mass market thing. So and in any case, so therefore, while design is an iterative process, I think here they wanted to reflect their changing uh, business models going uh, forward. Also, they had a different, again, we were talking about a brand print, you know, it, it, their, their whole business goal became different. I think they were earlier about transportation. And then now I think 
their uh, you know mission is to you know something about ignite opportunity by setting things in motion so that means that they could extend their brand to things like say maybe uber eats etc so i think there was a reason why uber did it and uh, i think that that font also if you look at it is almost like a a fashion font like you know avant garde uh, classic typeface which has been modified a bit to you know uh, which looks similar to what uber has done so i think it's about making it cool as well and more mass so perhaps that's why they did it so while we speak about uh, uber uh, a technology company let's enter into the world of technology and and your work marshall mcluhan is considered a well respected philosopher of communications theory who is known for his metaphors such as the medium is the message and global village now artificial intelligence is already everywhere in in the year 2020 what according to you will be the next level medium of communication see uh, at one level i think the medium has never changed as far as advertising is concerned which is to be in people's conversations that's the ultimate medium you know and all other media are a means to getting to that medium which is to be you know spoken about so therefore yes anything that will resonate with people and what are people consuming today it's in their hands and their mobile phones so if you look at what digital has done definitely compared to the other media of the past you can see today that digital combines text audio video photographs all at once and interactively this is something very new for the world of media something very new for you know even marshall mcluhan so i would say that this you know multimedia nature of the uh, of the internet and of digital is something and the fact that you know people can use these all of these simultaneously together to speak back to a brand is something which is very different from what has happened in the past and therefore you see that again agencies which had unbundled their offerings are now again you know everything's converging again to be you know an expert in all of these which people are consuming and producing in themselves so that's what i feel about media so advertising has always been about connecting with consumers on their terms and by now it's entirely clear that those terms and conditions are changing at an unparalleled rate how is technology extending the advertising and communication experience according to you yeah i mean it is if you look at it the other day you know it was uncanny that i was on a whatsapp chat and you know i praised uh, the malayalis as a group uh, in in something i said and the very next day i began receiving ads you know for, from asianet and asianet news feeds and you know for uh, to buy properties in kerala so someone's listening in to these conversations so definitely technology has moved to that point where you know it can pick up these cues and you know even direct ads to you depending on this i don't know if that's a good thing but this is already a reality today there's of course a huge amount of uh, you know then branded content of course it's great and you know augmented reality virtual reality you know there's that famous example of the uh, lockheed martin school bus you know in which school kids were taken around a city but instead of 
you know, through the windows, they were they, they could see a Martian landscape complete with sound effects, etc. So it's a great tool to inspire the next generation of scientists and, you know, thinkers. So I think inspiration is something which if you can do with the use of technology, that would be something great. You know? If you make things safer for people through technology, that would be great. That's a noble thought and, and very well expressed. So while we are talking about technology, Ambrish, um, at Avantika University, we coined a term called as designering, where our ideology or philosophy is blending the worlds of both design and engineering. Do you think that this these two worlds are blending in your field and your process also? And, and how is it shaping uh, your work at BBDO? I think that uh, it's a great philosophy because actually, you know, these divisions are man-made and that too recently. If you look at the time of the Renaissance, the work of which has very rarely been bettered even today after 500 years. I mean, these, these people were, uh, you know, polymaths. They were great. They were scientists, engineers, architects, painters. There was no division. So that's what, you know, these fields at the intersection of design and engineering and even other fields is where the action really is. So we will need people who are hybrids, who are capable of, you know, making sense of the whole across horizontals. And therefore, designering is a great concept. And it's very much required in the technology age. And I think it will be uh, great to have people who can straddle these even more going forward. Well, wow. thank you so much for validating that thought for us and our philosophy. Amrish, it was a great hosting you on Avantika Designering Series. I'm sure that our listeners who work either in the advertising industry or who are inspired to work um, in the advertising uh, industry would definitely learn from this episode. Thank you so much for doing this with us. You're welcome. Hey there, we hope you enjoyed our show. Do write to us on ads at the rate avantika.edu.in. We look forward to your opinions, feedbacks and suggestions of speakers you would like us to host on this show. Do tune in our channel next week on Wednesday for a new story on Hubhopper or wherever you get your podcast from. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.